What up? Welcome back to the Stellar Stellar Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm your host, Mason Boy, joined, as always, by Glenn Enos. Junior! And Matt Susan. Yo, I'm here this time. And we're yeah. recording this time, for real. Yes, that real is the most important part. <laughs> yeah, Susan, I don't know if you knew, but um, last week, we had a hell of a podcast, man. Oh, it was... Me and Mason had such a good time without you. It was uh, it was a really good show. And then the biggest problem was uh, Mason forgot to tell me to hit record. So, oh, Mason's fault. Yeah, it's my yeah. fault, right? It, it didn't get recorded. I'm the so, fall guy. So we had to uh, we had to scrunch up a little six minute podcast. And I, I told I told our our listeners we'd make it up to them this week. And we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna do what we normally do. Um, Except it's just going to be better. How? I don't know. It could be could be very subjective. You know, maybe you don't think it'll better be better, but I, I, I personally think with all of us here and all of us just just functioning and thinking about fantasy football and how it's almost coming to an end, we're going to cherish each and every second on this podcast and make it the best possible podcast to hit any human ears. That's right. We're going to be a well-oiled machine today. And it's going to be the best podcast you've ever heard. And this is talking about all topics, no matter what. All oh. podcasts included, this will be the best one ever. Ever. Yep. Not you'll laugh. The- you'll cry. You'll share this with your friends and family. Yeah. Guys? Let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> bye bye. <laughs> nah. Um, wow. So it's week ten, right? Yeah, it's week 10. ten. Double digits, baby. Double digits. It's that uh, we're less than a. Well, week ten included is four weeks before the playoffs begin for fantasy. Four, four, four games. How many games do you need to make the playoffs? Too many. Yeah, I need like two seasons <laughs> worth. <laughs> Souza, um, you weren't on last week, so you weren't able to tell us if you got a win or not. Oh, yeah. So you didn't – yeah, last week you didn't hear if I won week eight. And this week you got to see if I won week eight or nine. And the answer is I didn't win either of them. Ooh. So I'm 0-9. Uh, I got fucked by Dalvin Cook pretty good. And then uh, an injury to Justin Jackson made it so there was no chance that I could even potentially win. So, but I'll tell you what, I'm scoring 80 points instead of 60 points. So we're going up. That's all I can say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I also lost. So uh, my playoff hopes are yet again dashed. Uh, they were slim as it was because I had to win out and my team stinks. So, uh, yeah, I still have a chance in Craig's league but I got to win out in that league. And me and Craig are facing each other this week. Uh-oh. So, big game. That's very big. Well, he doesn't have Zeke or Reek in that league. Actually, he just traded Zeke. <laughs> Zeke or Reek, yeah. I like it. But he doesn't have Reek. Because I know. Because I don't have Reek. Um, it is a new day. Yes, it is, man. It is. 
Guys. Yeah, it is. I got a chance. I got a fighting chance. Glenn, you had a chance as soon as you changed your team name at one and four. Listen, a wise man once said, any man with two hands has a fighting chance. Do you know that man is, Susan? Well, I got two hands and I don't have a fighting chance, so I don't know what they're smoking. That was James Ellsworth who said that. (laughs) Crack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, James Ellsworth. If you don't know him. Google. uh, Yeah, Google him. Google. I got chance. And the thing is, guys, I am I'm humbled because going into last week, I didn't think I was able to survive my good friend, my good buddy, Justin Vincelette, because he is what I'd like to call his t- his team has the Holy Trinity. He has three guys at who at every given week and any given moment could go off for 30 plus. And two of them did, basically. And one didn't. And I was able to survive that. Uh, those two guys obviously being Kyler Murray and Devontae Adams. Uh, Tyler Lockett is the third guy who didn't reach his full potential. Uh, so maybe he'll do that this week against Craig. I'm not sure, though. But I was able to survive that because I was thinking I was going to go into a loss last week. And now this week I have bye week problems. So let me paint the picture for you, okay? Matt Emerald this week, the most fakest six and two, or what is he? Six and three. Six and three, sorry, six and three. Probably with the most fraud team I've ever seen in my whole life. I'm going to say that because I don't even, I don't think he listens to the podcast. But if he doesn't, I hope someone sends him this clip because I'm coming for that ass this week. But I'm also not expecting to win because I have bi week problems too. Oh. However, mm. gentlemen, gentlemen, I end the season with Sousa, Mason, and my own father after this week. Oh, so, that's right. We still got to play each other. What the so fuck? It can go. It can go one. Oh, I can play spoiler. Listen, Me too. It can go one of two ways here. One, so so the way I see it, there's four games left. For me to make the playoffs, I think I have a good chance of making it if I go three and one in my last four games. Like I said, I'm honestly expecting to lose this week. So I, that means I would have to beat you, Mason, you, Susan, and my dad in the last week. However, it can go one of two ways. One, I do what I'm supposed to. Beat Amaral, beat both of you chumps, and then beat my dad because he can't beat an egg. Oh, damn. Or it could go the other way where you two Rudy Poos spoil my season with the shit bum teams that you have, and then we end up setting up for a consolation matchup in the future. (laughs) I would not enjoy that. I like that. Twice. I like that road. Yeah, see, see, I, yeah. Don't, I don't. I don't. Oh, I, it's about time for you to actually. Both of you will now know. Or did you miss the playoffs last year, Susan? I have not last year, but I, I did a few years ago. Okay, Glenn, you've never missed the playoffs though. No, and I, I don't plan to. It's about time you do. You got to feel the pain. 
So here's the thing, as, as everything has gone wrong this year in the year of 2020, the universe is, was setting me up, was setting me up to fail in fantasy football this year. The universe wants me to not make the playoffs. The league wants me to not make the playoffs. But by hook or by crook, my team is going to make it. So if that means, Susan, I got to go through you and Wolf Fuller and Justin Jackson, whoever shit bum you got on your team, I'm going to do it. And Mason, if that means I got to go through you, Chris Godwin, Mark Andrews, Drew Brees, I'm going to do it. And then if it comes down to my sorry-ass dad, by then he'll trade his whole team away, so I'm not worried about it. Well, no, by I'm, then we won't be able to trade anymore, so. You're, you're, you're setting up this nice uh, come-from-behind underdog story, but you keep forgetting to just show, state the fact that you have a horseshoe up your ass. Do you not know? Like, you, you're fine. You change your name to New Day, therefore you're fine. It's that simple. It really is that simple. There's no by hook or by crook or I just got to get through you guys. Or my, my rest of the season schedule is actually favorable. I don't know if I'm going to win this week. No, you're fine because you changed your name. That's all there is to it. Yeah, he's right. Because it's not Mason. It's me or me. It's you. And you have the craziest luck I've ever seen and stuff that's not all too important. And, uh, <laughs> and Mason and myself, we, we, we've seen this firsthand more than anyone else. Yeah, we have. We could we could spin you a yarn, but and I mean, it's crazy. Actually, I kind of almost enjoy seeing it happen, just so people can witness. <laughs> or so, <laughs> so we're not just so we don't just sound like we're crazy. So it actually like people can actually see this happen no, over, I, and, over and over and over like, and over again. What it sounds like is you're a couple of haters. A couple of haters. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I'll accept that. Yeah, because you know you just can't accept. You can't give credit where it's due, unfortunately. You can't just say, wow, that Glenn, man, he's my friend. He, he's a good guy. He knows what he's doing. He works hard for what he gets. No, he got a horseshoe up his ass. He's lucky to have no. It's Glenn bullshit. <laughs> oh, my God. What do I have to do? It's okay. He changed his team name everything. No, no. I didn't That's stop. what happens. That's all that happens. No. The, t- the changing of the team name to the New Day – it's all mind games. I have to get into the other opponent's head. They're going to say, oh, wait a minute. I've seen this team before. The New Day, they've been the championship twice. They're not a team to be reckoned with. I've seen this. But you can't just, you can't just, you know, it's like putting on lucky underwear. It's not, there's no such thing as lucky underwear. The person in the <laughs> underwear does the work. I put in this work to make my team where it's been. So I, I, I'll, I'm going to shun any slander against my name. And hopefully, in four weeks, you guys will know who I am. You will know what I do. I don't I, know who you are. Friends, Glenn. But the thing is, if you do go all the way, it's not going to make me think differently. It's just going to enforce the fact that what I already believe is true. Honestly, yeah. I'm, set, I'm setting up this narrative, too. But coming two weeks after I lose to Amaral and then Souza, I'm going to be pretty upset. If I'm Souza's first loss. First win? Yeah. No, actually, I mean, no, that, that would, would be crazy. Win. That would be hilarious. I would. Poetic, even. I would reconsider my opinions. 
on your you know, luck. You know what would be happens? awful? You know what would be awful? Like I said, I need to go three and one over this four game stretch. I beat Amaral, right? And then, then I'm, I'm Sousa. yeah, and I'm Sousa's first win, and then Mason <laughs> ends my season, and then in week thirteen against my dad doesn't even matter. So we could give him the one-two punch, bro. But here's the thing: here's a way it could also go is that something like that happens, and then all of a sudden it seems like you're out of it. Me and Mason are laughing, and then you beat your dad. You're six and seven, and you make the playoffs anyway. Because we've seen that happen before too. It's gonna be hard. I doubt that will happen. I need Brendan. I need Brendan to lose some games. I could play spoiler for him too, because I played him the last week of the season. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know, but well, I'm determined. All right, let's get into it because we got fantasy to talk about. We promised the best podcast of all time. So let's get to the news with Sousa. All right. So news with Sousa. I mean, every week is just. We opened the we opened the laundry list of injuries. So what happened this week? Well, let's. I'm pretty much going team by team in our fantasy league and just seeing who's injured at this point. Because uh, Damian Harris, he was looking pretty hot against the Jets. He's been looking pretty hot in general. Last few weeks, 16 for 102 against the Bills and a touchdown. 14 for 71, which is 5.1 yards a carry, looking pretty good. And then he gets hurt. It says chest slash ankle. He was limited at practice on Thursday. If you're limited on Thursday, it's usually not a good sign. Um, but I guess it's been back-to-back limited, limited sessions, and they think he actually has a good shot to play. It's Sunday night, so he has a little more time than usual. But if you're relying on him, Mason, Sunday night game, do you want to play that game? Do you want to play the odds that you, he might play? Because if he doesn't, you're not going to have many options left. Well, Actually, Susan, you got James White. Yeah, here's the thing. I don't really have a choice at this point. So, yeah, I'm taking the risk. And worst comes to worst, I'm throwing in James White. Yeah, in, in your case, that would actually work out fine because you have James White. But in my case, other owners out there. I'm also a Damian Harris owner in our Dynasty League. Um, I do not have that option of owning James White. So what am I going to do? I'm going to play the odds. I'm, I'm just going to you know, start Damian Harris. Okay. I, don't think, I don't think I have any better options this week, especially with bye weeks. Uh, being a problem. So that's Damian Harris, who, you know, in leagues out there might not even be all too important to some people. We have a deeper league, so he is important to us. Uh, But someone who definitely is important to someone drafted relatively high is David Johnson. He got concussed last week uh, in the week nine matchup against the Jaguars. And he's not practicing even Thursday. So he's expected to miss Sunday, which means the other D Johnson, Duke Johnson, is going to start for him. So, all the hey, best for Duke Johnson. Listen, I just want to give a quick shout-out to David Johnson getting injured at the perfect time for me because I have Duke Johnson on my bench in Craig's League, and Todd Gurley was on by this week. So I was going to have oh, to wow. start him anyway, and I was like, well, I'm kind of fucked. Uh, turns out, no, I'm not, because uh, David Johnson actually is a nice guy, and he was helping me out. Wow, he's a nice guy, huh? Complimenting David Johnson. Wow. We'll he's complimenting his, his ability to get injured. Wow. Moving on. Uh, here's a little game for you. I'm going to le- read you guys the point totals of this person's last three games. 27, 22.8, 32.1. Who is it? Let me give you a hint. 
It's their last three games, and it's the only games they've ever played in this year. Wait, wait, wait. I know this. I definitely do not. The only games they've played. These games aren't consecutive. They aren't consecutive? They are not. Oh, the last three games they played. That's right. It's McCaffrey. He's only played three games this year, and I'm bringing him up because (laughs) I'm bringing him up because he is hurt again. Just like how Michael Thomas came back from his injury and then hurt his knee after punching someone out, uh, McCaffrey came back and he hurt his shoulder. He He punches someone out and hurts (laughs) his knee. (laughs) Yeah, he just breaks his shit because he missed. He just whiffs on someone. He has been, uh, McCaffrey's been listed as week to week, and he, I'm hearing that he might, might have a chance to play next week. So next week is already a might, which means this week he's pretty much ruled out entirely. So it's Mike Davis again. Uh, it really sucks for next week, McCaffrey. Next isn't good for me, Susan. I need McCaffrey now. I don't own Mike Davis. So I don't have anybody else to put, fill in that void. Even at Mike Davis's best. I don't have 20 points. I don't have a guy I can just plug in, get 20 or 30 points for me. So what you're telling me, Sousa, is I'm screwed. Uh, I don't know what your team looks like, but you could, you could be. You could be. I mean, it's like, especially for redraft leagues, if you draft him with your first overall pick, I mean, if he's injured again, it's like, what can you do? You draft McCaffrey, you spend your highest draft capital on him, and then he's out. Like, what could you possibly do? Oh, you could trade I, him for Derrick Henry. You yeah. know what? Maybe it's just that the number one pick is is cursed. No, it's it cursed. is. It is. Glenn's luck is there, and our curse is here for the first round pick, first <laughs> overall pick. Why would you have to? Why'd you it's have like to a counterbalance. I'm just saying you can't believe in one and not the other. They're both real. Yep. And so maybe going forward on our podcast, we can we can go over who went first overall. I mean, I think we do, or maybe it's obvious just inherently, but we should for the people. Just tell people who went first in our draft so they know not to not to get them. Agreed. Yep. Uh, Michael Thomas, he played last week, but unlike McCaffrey, he didn't do anything crazy. And his he ankle, sucks. And he still has an ankle hamstring issue going on. Limited capacity Thursday. Uh, he's yet to elevate. Um, he's yet to elevate to all activity and practice. That's what ESPN saying word for word. Um, which might they might the Saints might need that to happen for him to be actually be activated. They need to see a full practice from him, or they'll probably just sit him. So definitely watch out for that. But no confirmation quite yet. Moving on, Joe Mixon. What the hell is going on with him? He missed a game. Actually, he missed two games. Then had a bye week, and he's still missing practice. That is a uh, Riss is red alert. The red alert moment of the week. Joe Mixon. I think was that a segment that I tried to make before? Uh, could have uh, could have been probably just you know didn't get off the ground. I, no, I, yeah, I think I tried to do some red alert thing. Uh, I forgot why it was always something stupid though. Um, but yeah, this is Joe Mixon. He had three weeks off and he's still not participating in practice. So um, Gio Bernard, Samaj P Ryan, light him up. <clears throat> well, just Bernard, not P Ryan. Sorry, Izzy just broke into my room. She did. You can't hear her going nuts? No, I can. 
Usually she makes an appearance on the on the footage too. The webcam. So with Gizzy in the background, I'll move Jesus. on to, to Kenyon Drake. <laughs> Kenyon Drake missed some games still, even after a bye week. He missed last week. And he's a limited participant in practice this week as of Thursday. So I'll have to watch out for him, monitor him closely. But uh, as of right now, no, nothing confirmed for this week. Kenny G still missing practice. I know. I keep trying to trade for him. <laughs> he's been having a rough year, too. He's already missed two games to start the season, and then he's missing another two. This, or he missed eight, week eight, week nine, and now he might miss week 10 as well. Yeah, it's it be five total weeks for him. You want to see him healthy. I like Kenny G. He's one of my favorite wide receivers in the league. He's a beast. Um, and Matt Stafford, I feel like, struggles without him, too. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Yeah, Sousa would know. He's the expert on that because he's a Lions fan. That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't mean I, they're my favorite team, but I, I root for them. So I, I share their pain. I share their bad luck pain. Huh. Interesting. 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 You're just like Mason's writing something down in his <laughs> notes. Huh. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm writing down the notepad. Um, yeah, anything else? I mean, I thought Des was going to play this week. I don't know if he actually logged any snaps. Do you know? Um... I know they elevated him off the practice squad, but I don't know if he actually got any game time. I know he's back on the practice squad now. Hmm. I don't know. It's cool to see him in the league, though. He's a good yeah. dude. He deserves it. Um, Antonio Brown actually did play. Yeah. Yeah, he did. We'll get to why his performance wasn't that great. Yeah, why we you will. Should, why you should be optimistic in the future, though. Yeah, David Montgomery still not practicing after being concussed, so – that's also an issue. Looking like he might not play. Alshon Jeffries is practicing. Who? Alshon Jeffrey. He's still in the league? Yeah. Jesus. You can't say that after Dez is in the league now. Yeah, well. Nah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeffrey, man. Yeah, I know. He's actually been practicing these last few weeks. He's just not actually been activated yet. What's Mark Ingram. St- what? I said, what has he been doing at practice? Just spinning a football in his hands? Like, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> They're probably just being very, very cautious with him. Well, I mean, What's yeah, there's an injury anyway. He has a calf injury. It's not really a point of coming back because the Eagles stink. Eagles are going to win the NFC East. <laughs> they still stink. They're still going to host a home playoff game. Ridiculous. Mark Ingram hasn't played in three weeks, and he's still not practicing. So yeah, he, uh, he's going to. I heard he's going to play this week, though, because uh, I'm facing him. Oh, is that right? Yeah, he hasn't. He didn't practice today on Thursday, which is a bad sign, but we'll see. Nick Chubb, on better news, has been activated yes. from IR. Of course he has. And he's, he's likely to return as early as this week, but it's not 100% a fact yet that he'll actually play this week. You know what? Good for Zach, because he needs Nick Chubb to come back. Oh, you didn't hear? Wait, what? Zach doesn't have Nick Chubb. <laughs> Wait, what? I traded him Nick Chubb so I could get Zeke. Yeah, yeah, you did. And it was it was it seemed like a good trade for him, but then he he traded him away. What? He traded Nick Chubb away. <laughs> no, no, no. He didn't he, 
did he get did he get a top five back in return or like did, did he get a top 10 back top 15 anybody oh he got adrian peterson oh that, that's, um that's a fair deal actually no he didn't no, no i'm sorry no, i gave I'm, him adrian peterson i'm looking at the wrong trade he got uh to replace nick chubb top five back he got devonta freeman and Leonard Fournette wow. and Marvin Jones. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> he got Devonta Freeman, Leonard Fournette, and Marvin Jones. That's what I thought you said. What the fuck was he thinking? He was thinking that he didn't have Nick Chubb for a while, and he needed to win now. And did he win? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think so. Not when he needed to. Is he going to make the playoffs? There's a chance. He's three and six. There's a chance, but he has to win out with Devonta Freeman and Leonard Fournette and AP and AP. Yeah. Uh, yes, way, tough situation. You didn't mention, Fournette. I want you to mention the person that he traded Nick Chubb to. Oh yeah, he traded a fryer. Oh yeah. <laughs> he traded him to Fryer. Yep, so now Fryer's got Nick Chubb, but I'm surprised Fryer traded away Kareem Hunt to you, Glenn. Yeah. That was like his golden child. He was and bragging about it. Dude, I have been trying to get Kareem Hunt off of him all season <clears throat> long. This is back to when I owned Nick Chubb. Now, here's the thing. Me and Fryer, some could consider it one of the greatest rivalries in all fantasy football. I'd like to consider it that. But things we don't hate each other i joke around i say i hate him this and that i respect him he's a good fantasy owner he respects me susan's gonna walk away right now in the middle of my monologue he's gonna close the door and he's gonna come back sit down with a stupid grin on his face yep there he is (laughs) damn thanks for that play-by-play maybe we can post that on instagram or something what i was saying is that he respects me so we talk all the time fantasy did i ever think i would trade with him no because usually when Fryer makes a trade, he has to bend somebody at a 90-degree angle so he can stick his peen into their asshole while he <laughs> fucks them in a trade. And my asshole will not be fucked by his peen. No. And I don't think I feel like I don't think it was this trade. You're trying to make another deal with him because you just buttered him up a lot. Yeah, I don't know if um, – I actually liked that trade on your part, Glenn. I mean, you got rid of one – essentially one RB slot for another, and you got it for a better RB. I, I guess the only thing I could see from Jake's side is he wanted to diversify his lineup instead of having two Browns running backs. He wants another Here's team. the thing. Here's the thing. But, we're, bo- we're both high on Miles Gaskin. The, the, the trade was Kareem Hunt. And Michael Pittman, as a throw-in, who I'm actually starting tonight against Tennessee because I like the matchup. Kareem Hunt and Michael Pittman for Miles Gaskin, who's on IR, and Matt Breida, his handcuff. We're both very high on Miles Gaskin. I like Gaskin a lot. In my opinion, with the return of Nick Chubb, I think when Gaskin comes back, he will be a better running back than Kareem Hunt will be, just based on volume. I feel like his floor is a lot higher than Kareem Hunt's. And I think he has the opportunity to get in the end zone. I think he'll be he'll he'll pick up where he left off with Tua. Is like he hasn't had any crazy outgoing games, but I like the schedule. 
It gets a little easier for Miles Gaskin, but he's on IR right now. She's going to miss another two weeks. I can't afford that in my situation because I need to win, as I explained earlier. Kareem Hunt, even with Nick Chubb, was doing his thing. And Jake loves him some Kareem Hunt, so I was surprised that he wanted to do a deal like that. We were going back and forth all day. He wanted Tyreek Hill. I wanted Derrick Henry. Nothing, nothing worked. <laughs> uh, but we ended up settling on that. And I think the main point for him doing that deal is because he owns Nick Chubb now. Unless, and it's very rare this is going to happen because it did happen a couple times earlier this year. Unless Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt both go off for 20-plus points, which is the maximum value you're going to get from two of those guys, you're kind of capped as far as what you can do for one team. Like Nick Chubb can have a good game, but if you have Kareem Hunt in your lineup who doesn't get the touches, he he can only get like three points. Whereas now he has someone in Miles Gaskin when he comes back for the playoffs who can get that same amount of touches as Nick Chubb can, and he can kind of maximize his potential there. Right. I think it's a good deal for both of us. Hopefully it works out better for me. Well, yeah, but you know who you're dealing with. Right. To me, I'm like, wow, I'm, I think Glenn got the better half of that deal. But, you know, whenever Jake sees something or whenever Jake does something, it's like when you are investing in the stock market, they say, follow the smart money. You know, so what does the smart money do? What are the big banks buying? Not, not the schmucks on Twitter. What are the big banks, the, the billionaires, what are they doing? And I think uh, it's kind of similar to, to Jake. Why is he going after Gaskins and no one else is? And then we're going to find that he's going to be getting 25 to 30 touches, 130-yard games, two touchdowns. No, I'm kidding. I honestly, if it happens, it happens. You know, I traded <laughs> him. I wanted Kareem Hunt all year. I like Kareem Hunt. No, it's a good trade. He's good. Um, what I was going to say was what you're talking about, though, Susan, what you just described as far as Jake Fryer making a move and then everything he touches turning into gold is something I'd like to call the Jake Fryer effect. Me and JV were actually texting about this the other day. Uh, JV congratulated me on the win. And I said, yeah, even in spite of Tom Brady sucking and Kyler Murray, um, you know, putting my heart in my stomach. Um, it was a good game. You know, JV, he has a good team. He said his downfall was Chenault getting hurt after one catch. He said, I thought, you know, Chenault's been great with Jake all this time. I trade for Chenault. He gets hurt after one catch. I said, see, JV, that's, <laughs> that's the thing you're missing. It's the Jake Fryer effect. Whenever, whenever, whenever he touches turns to gold and whatever he gives away turns to absolute shit. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, all right, if you want to talk about Glenn bullshit, let's start putting the Jake Fryer effect into existence. You can add that up there with the number one pick being a bust every year. Yeah, I'd say that's fair. I'd Mason, that's you fair. you are you know obviously because you, know, you were probably the first example of that with uh, with Camaro. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was probably the one that started the uh, this trend. Unfortunately, it makes me very sad. Right. And I also started. Well, I was also a participant in the uh, first round pick being or first pick being cursed. So. Yeah, I was too. We've all been there. Um. Another thing was adding to the Jake Fryer effect. Let me just make sure I'm lining this up correctly. Yeah, he traded Adam Thielen, who was like a top five wide receiver. Ever since then, he hasn't scored more than five points. Nope. So there's another example this year alone. Yep. And you're right. It's 100% fact. Yep. 
I agree. Any more news, Susan? Um, nah, that's pretty much it. Pretty much it. Any news, Mason? Not for me, man. No? No. Just still me and Susan are still waiting on season to get canceled. <laughs> it could happen. Good. So let's go into the seller stars of the week. These this week, the stellar stars of the week are brought to you by Ready to Rumble Vibrators. And they specifically asked me to tell you that they will finish the job that your man or woman started. Susa, since you missed out on all the fun last week, why don't you go first? With my stellar star? No, with your stellar star of the week. Yeah, because my stellar star on the whole year is actually T.Y. Hilton. So we'll just forget <laughs> about that. You're the one who brought it back up. <laughs> uh, but my stellar star of the week is a man that I took the full brunt of the force with this week, and that was Dalvin Cook. I faced Dalvin Cook in a matchup that would have been pretty close if he didn't absolutely drop trow on my team this week. When he uh, got over 200 rushing yards, over 200 rushing yards, with another 46 through the air and two touchdowns, scoring 38 fantasy points in half-point PPR fantasy leagues. Uh, he did it again. He scored 47 the week before, 38 this week. It's absolutely insane scoring over 80 points in two weeks. But that's what he did, and uh, that's what I faced. <laughs> I'm sorry. My condolences. Thanks. Mason? Uh, so my pick for my solo star this week is uh, someone I was high on the very beginning of the season. And I think he's showing everyone why uh, he is an elite talent in this league. I went with Kyler Murray. Uh, he finished with 283 passing yards, three TDs, uh, and 106 rushing yards with a rushing touchdown as well. Um and he also lost the fumble. But still, oh. I gave him 37.92 points in half point PBR. Hold on. Hello. Bless us. Okay. Bless. Thank you. Um, so, yeah. Kyler Murray is good. I saw. Yeah, uh, I think I he's know, good. Yeah. I don't know if you guys saw the thing that, that Schefter tweeted today um, about how Lamar Jackson won MVP last year. And Kyler Murray is on pace to do better than Lamar Jackson in all categories. Yeah, is that true? Kyler Murray is doing something that Lamar Jackson didn't do as well last year, and that's win football games. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games left. I don't know if that completely adds up, Mason. Because he's played, he only has eight games left, and he has 540 rushing yards. So if he has another half of the year, it's only like 1,080 rushing yards, not 1,200. His, his passing statistics are definitely better, though, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
Um, but no, he, he's been asked. Actually, I might be wrong because I think he's only played seven and now he has eight left to play because of the bye week. So he's definitely the better Lamar Jackson. 16 games. Well, because he can throw the ball and he can run just as efficiently. And, oh, yeah, you're right, Glenn. My bad. He's played uh, eight. But yeah, I heard on the radio today, Lamar, uh, Kyler Murray is projected like if his averages go out for the season, he's going to finish with over a thousand rushing yards and over 400 uh, or 4,000 rather uh, passing yards, which crazy. is fucking yeah, that's crazy. Insane. Over a thousand rushing yards and 16 rushing touchdowns. That's a phenomenal running back. Never mind having that in your QB spot along with <laughs> passing yards and touchdowns. It's ridiculous. But I think we kind of knew he was capable of that. I think we all had him in our top five at least. Yeah. Um, like I said, the difference w- whether him winning MVP or not in the regular, you know, in, in the not fantasy, but in the actual NFL will just be how he finishes the season and how the team's success goes. If the Seahawks keep rattling off wins or if the Chiefs keep rattling off wins, Packers, it'll probably be either Mahomes, Russell Wilson, or Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, that's like, fair. Like Kyler Murray was amazing last week. They still lost to the Dolphins. You know, so. Yep. Um, my stellar star of the week is a man. He's fast. He's loyal. He's reek. Tyreek Hill, last week, he had to do, which I didn't think any man could do in the same week, is match Devontae Adams for me. And he did that, plus a little bit more. Scoring 28.6 fantasy points and half-point PPR. Tyreek Hill secured... A, well, I shouldn't say he had a career high 18 targets and secured nine of those passes. Why? Because Pat Mahomes stinks and he couldn't get on target with Tyreek Hill in the first half <laughs> at all. At all. I'm watching this game and I'm like, he keeps missing him. He keeps missing Tyreek Hill. Wide open. I don't understand it. You paid a guy half a billion dollars to throw the football and he can't throw it to his best receiver. But he ended up finding him later. He did. And he got nine catches. He got it over 100 yards for the first time this season. He scored a pair of voluptuous, much-needed, thank-you-very-much TDs. Yeah, that's pretty good. I hope you apologize. Uh, I, I See, the thing is, I, I, I wasn't slandering Reek as much this week because, you know, he was doing his thing. It was just Pat Mahomes was missing him. But he caught he caught up with him later. So I'm sorry, Craig. Pussy. Yeah, you you were like went to our resident Chiefs fan, Craig, up to his face and said, "What the hell is going on? Like it's his fault." Yeah, well, like when um, Mason was yelling at you about the Cowboys defense. Yeah. <laughs> I had to take it out on someone. Okay. Right. Um, uh, I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but Tyree Hill's the number one wide receiver in fantasy right now. That is the power of consistency. Every week he's. He's giving you exactly what you need. And even if they're not 25, 30 point games, it's still in the teens at least every single week. You're also forgetting that that is the power of it being a new day. Tyree (laughs) Kill was doing this before I changed my team name, Mason. Yeah, he's uh, like Devontae Adams has been going crazy, but he's also missed time. And and he also had like an actual, well, I think they've both had a couple duds or at least one dud but it's a consistency he's, he's been probably the well he's number one so obviously he was the best wide receiver choice in the draft 
And you got him after Julio. Um, Michael Thomas, I think that's it. Devontae Adams went after Tyreek, but uh, yeah, I almost I, grabbed I mean, him before Tyreek. Yeah, I, I like Tyreek Hill. And me grabbing him before Devontae Adams was just, I don't know. Some could say, like, if Devontae Adams is healthy, obviously, it might be a different story. You know, you don't know. Um, also, Tyreek Hill haven't had, hasn't had his bye week yet, so he might drop down to two after this week. I don't know who's behind him. It could Also be, true. Who's behind him? Who should be number two? Number two is Adams. Are you shitting me? No. I looked at it earlier. He had like 30 points in three straight weeks. And he's and he's missed three games, right? Yeah. I think just two. He had two missed two, games, then a bye then week, a bye week, week five. So three weeks. Wow. Yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Tyreek Hill's good. That was Stellar yes. Stars of the Week brought to you by Reddit Rumble Vibrators. Finish the job. Your man or woman started. Or woman. All right, guys. It's time for everyone's favorite segment. My personal favorite. It's time for Fuck of the Week. <laughs> Brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you're going to get fucked, you what might hell is this? use Lube. What the heck? We got a live trade on the podcast. Breaking Everyone news. Up. Breaking news. Glenn just traded with Craig. David Moore goes to Craig, and Hunter Renfro goes to Glenn. And I know what you're wondering. Why? Why? And Why? the answer for me is, well, I have no idea. Why? Nice. Here's the thing. Craig wanted um, David Moore this week um, to put in his flex. I don't know if he will end up doing that. But he's going to drop some a little bit of money on the waiver wire. I said, you know what? I got some money to spend. We got that free agent auction bidding money. I've been saving it up all year. I'm a, I'm a, I got bi-week problems. I need some flexes too. I'm going to spend my money on David Moore. Wow. And uh, I did. I knew Craig wanted him, and I outbid him for it. So I got him. So now I'm just trying to – see, the thing is, after this week, David Moore has no use for me. I have no love for him. But maybe to a guy like Craig who owns Russell Wilson, maybe barring any injury with Metcalf, Lockett, David Moore has been catching touchdowns here and there. Double points. You see the double points line up when you catch a touchdown. 10 points off the rip, not counting the yards. Um, and he had Malcolm Brown as his second flick. I mean, come on, Susie. You had Malcolm Brown. You know what Malcolm Brown's about, don't you? Doesn't matter because Craig has his own type of luck. Right. Doesn't matter who he touches. If he starts David Moore, I guarantee you he's going to have a good game, at least eight points. He might. And the thing is, too, I was going to start David Moore. Then I made the trade with Jake Fryer last night. I didn't expect to get Michael Pittman. I wasn't thinking that waking up yesterday morning, but I did. And I figured I'm going to start Michael Pittman this week. I like the matchup. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I don't give a hoot. But, um, yeah, David Moore is going to sit on my bench anyway. So I figured Hunter Renfro, why not? Why not get a chance on him going, going forward in the future? Um, I just want to crack myself. Number two receiver is actually Metcalf, and Adams is number three. That makes sense. All right. Anyway, back to our regularly scheduled programming here. So this week's fuck of the week. Oh, shit. Uh, is a guy on my shirt. 
actually. Really? You, yeah, probably sell that, you probably sell that shirt for five cents. Yeah, it's, it's funny because your shirt shows. Well, I don't want to spoil the fuck the, the week yet, so go ahead. Uh, so it's the it's Tom Brady. Tom Brady had an awful week against the Saints. Terrible, absolutely horrendous. He had two hundred nine yards, zero touchdowns, three picks, three finishing Yikes. with a whopping two point three six. That's awful. awful. That is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it That's was. That's about as bad as it's it like, gets. It's like if it's pretty much like this. If you start a Tom Brady, you lost unless you have crazy, insane luck. That's all there is to it. Oh, Damn. wait, Glenn, did you have him? Yeah, that's right. You do have him. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking asshole. And- I did have him. I did have him. You know what? And like I said, I had him. I won in spite of him. I was a weekly high scorer in spite of that motherfucker. Exactly. So all I know is he got his bad week out of the way. He should be ready to fucking rip heads off of people this week against Carolina. And that's why I was saying earlier, Antonio Brown had a bad game, but no one had a good game on the Bucks. It's all stems from Tom Brady's his poor game. <laughs> the only thing I'm nervous about is now, like I have Brady, right? If he goes off, um, Emerald has Mike Evans and Gronk. <laughs> So there oh. could be a situation where both of them go off too, and what Brady does is actually neutralized. Mm. So I was laughing at Mason's sweatshirt because it's Brady and Belichick, and this is still here, but he's not still here. I got the sweatshirt. Uh, I didn't buy this. So Found Craig garbage. No, Craig ordered a shirt from Barstool uh, a few years ago, like a Patrick Mahomes shirt, and they sent him this. <laughs> what? By accident. That's, I mean, that's close. By <laughs> accident, but this was at, this was 2018, the year after they uh, they beat the the Chiefs in the playoffs. That's actually pretty funny. So I think I, I think, I think, I, I do. That strikes me as something that Bar Barstool would do. I don't know. There's a chance. But anyway, I bought this off of Craig. I didn't actually order it. I was like, yeah, I guess I'll I'll take it. He was like, 20 bucks. I was like, sure. <laughs> Wait, did he ever get the shirt that he ordered? Yeah, yeah. He emailed okay. Barstool and they emailed him. They, uh, <laughs> they mailed him the right shirt. Picture Craig just doing Barstool, at barstoolsports.com. What the fuck? Wait, he wrote him an email? <laughs> I, I can only, I can, oh. I, I'm trying to picture Craig writing an angry email. It's kind of funny, actually. <laughs> you sent me a Patriot for some sweatshirt. Reason, I can picture him like <laughs> typing with two fingers for some reason. I don't know. Like, you know, I am so mad. I just want to. <laughs> um, Maybe right. he can come on the podcast and explain how that went. Yeah, probably not. All right, that was, uh, that was Fuck of the Week brought to you by PB&J Lube. If you get fucked, you might as well use lube. Guys, that's right. Time, it's time to, you can, you know what they say, dude? You can pick your friends, you can pick your pickums. But you can't pick your friends' pickums. Unless you know their username and password. Right. Do you know and then you're not a friend. That's fucked up. Hey. That's just fucked up. It's a cruel world. And I know you guys wanted me to miss this week because I've been above you guys all year. And <laughs> I was on the podcast last week and I know you guys were saying, hey, don't tell Souza to don't remind him to make his picks. And on the podcast, he won't remember. But I did. I was like, screw these guys. You don't I'm have picking. you don't have proof of that. No, I don't. And you know why? Because Mason forgot to tell me to record. Mason forgot to tell you to record the podcast. Right. That's why. 
Hey, listen, I'd just like to say I missed a week and I'm in fourth place or fifth place and I'm only three games behind Glenn. So, yeah, Mason, you actually did better than me and Glenn on the week with one more win than than we predicted. Yeah, Susan's kind of running away with this thing. Neener, neener, neener. You got a seven game lead. I I ain't backing down. I don't know, Tebow, 1995, though, he's he's got some got some time. I mean, because this is going to go – this has to go to week – straight to week 17, right? Uh, hey, I just got to say, bro, don't sleep on – don't sleep on AMAC, bro. We can make a comeback. Um, no, you can't. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, you can't. <laughs> All right. So, pigskin pickles. We got a game tonight. Yeah. This is a Thursday game all day. Mason's Crash. favorite type of game. Trash. Thursday night football. Colts going to Tennessee to face the Titans. We kind of steered the ship back towards uh towards uh shore. Colts are five and three. Yeah. That's pretty good. Tighten up. Tighten Although I do hope Michael Pittman Jr. drops trowel. Yeah, that's why I drafted him, but he didn't. He didn't do that. <laughs> I'm actually going to pick the Colts on this one. I like Indy's D. I think they might be able to put some type of wall in front of Derrick Henry. And I don't like Tennessee's defense. It's going to be so, huge. So I hey, think uh, Derrick Henry runs through walls, fam. I know. You're right. But I think um, the difference in defenses, Colts being good, Titans being bad, I think that's going to make the difference in this game. And the Colts are going to pull one out. Do you think Michael Pittman Jr. is going to outscore Corey Davis? No. No. T.Y. Hilton's supposed to play this week, so that's only going to lessen his chances of doing something. Michael T.Y. Hilton sucks. Oh, so T.Y. Hilton, Hilton's been the man, I guess. No, he hasn't. But it's still not helping Pittman's case. So you're saying I should start on a referral? I would. Didn't he catch a touchdown last week or something? He's always in the mix, run for all. See, you would, Sousa, but you're on nine. Right. I'm sorry. That was Damn. Me. That was fucked. Yeah, that it was, was uncalled for. All <laughs> right. You didn't need to say that. Next game. Who are you guys picking? You going Titans? I know you yeah. said tighten up, Mason. Tighten up, baby. I said tighten up, too. Okay. Sunday. Wow, look at this. The Houston Texans travel to the Cleveland Browns. Texans being two and six, and the Browns are five and three. What are we thinking Cleveland. here? Cleveland, huh? I'm yeah. more surprised at the Colts being five and three than the Browns. Uh, me too. I'm going to take Cleveland. They're yeah, they're t- favored, actually, which is weird. Yeah, I don't but know. The Texans just aren't good. They yeah. stink. Am I really picking the Browns? Yeah, the return of Nick Chubb. Okay, yeah, you got me. And then also at 1 o'clock, the Washington football team, um, now quarterbacked by Alex Smith. Yo. Uh, we're traveling yeah. to Detroit to face the Lions. Big RIP to Kyle Allen's fucking ankle. Yeah, it was, wasn't pretty. I just missed the replay of that. I still never saw it. Yeah, don't don't go looking for it. Let me show it to him. No. Just do a reenactment. Right. <laughs> so it was like, this is his ankle? It was like, ah! Oh, 
Wow. Oh, yeah, that is brutal. I don't want to see she the get real, a fucking real version. That was crazy. I'm picking the line. Same. Me too. All right. That was easy. I'll pick the next one's even easier. <laughs> yep. One and seven. Actually, don't sleep on uh, Lutton. Gotta be starting Lutton. I was just going to say that. But if you pick Lutton and the Jacksonville Jaguars, then you might be a glutton for punishment. (laughs) You can do better. I'll be honest. Picking the Packers. Yeah, me too. The Philadelphia Eagles are three, four, and one, leading the (laughs) NFC East. It's always got to be one tie. Right. And they are facing the two and seven. How does that even make sense? Three, four, and one is. Oh, they play nine games. Okay, okay. Yeah, they have another bye. That just looks weird. Um, I'm facing the New York Giants. Uh, I'm going to pick the Eagles. But I have the Giants D. So hopefully. I have the Eagles D. So hopefully. Hopefully it's a three nothing game, Susan. (laughs) Taking the Eagles. Hopefully it's 49-49, seven pick sixes each. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> Imagine. Oh, at one I'm pretty o'clock. sure Wentz has the most interceptions right now in the league. Yeah. Just a little tidbit for you. Yeah, and the Giants actually have surprisingly good defense. Um, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, or should I say the Tampa Bay, or should I say the Tampa Brady? Tampa Brady. Fuck. There's, <laughs> there's Tampa six. Brady. Bright in ears, Gronk in ears. Oh my god! This is the way you said that. Fuck was just because I just it was just like so so cringy sometimes when you think about the top of Brady Gronk in ears is what I'm gonna call him. Are you okay, Glenn? No. The Tampa Bay Bucks <laughs> against the Carolina Panthers. Um, give me Tampa Bay because the Panthers don't have CMC. They have a pissed off Tom Brady. And um, is he pissed? I yeah, I, I'd yeah, be pissed after pissed, getting yeah. me two fantasy. He's points heated last week. That's why he's pissed. That's why he's pissed because he knows he's got to do better for the new day. Um, Buffalo Bills are seven and two, Super Bowl bound. I'm taking the Bucks too, by the way. I don't know if I <laughs> Super said Bowl that. bound, dude. Super Bowl bound going this against this is Kyle actually Murray a really good game. And the Arizona Cardinals, who's gonna have the better Take. game? Josh Take Allen Cardinals. or Kyler Murray? Kyler Murray. I'm going to say Josh I'm, Allen has a better game, and I'm picking the Bills. This is so tough. I think this is the highest over over um, over under. So, like, the, the Vegas predicts this will be the highest scoring game, and it should be fun. But I think I'm going to go with the home team and pick the Cardinals here. Nice. If Bills were home, I'd pick them. Like, that's how, that's how close it is. All right. I'm going to pick a home team on this next game because the Las Vegas Raiders. Oh, Raiders. Against the Denver Broncos. Give me the rating. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, me, too. me too. You know what's crazy? I'm going to take the rating too. <laughs> yeah. Give me the rating. We, we got to go. When this all clears up, we got to go to Vegas. And not go to Vegas, like, just to go to Vegas. is like, you know, ah, yeah, casino, strip clubs. We got to go see the rating. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are going to Vegas? A- yeah. yeah, what are you guys going to do? You guys going to gamble? No, you go to strip clubs? No. What are you trying to do? I'm going to see a Raiders game. <laughs> I go see the Raiders. Show up with our obnoxious black and white yeah. Raiders, like the freaking 
what is it like the road warriors stuff with the spiky shoulder pads so many different the face paint costumes where the raiders live can you can you point me in the right direction i'm trying to see the raiders i don't, I don't watch I, a raiders game it's august <laughs> i know it's preseason <laughs> We can only afford preseason tickets. <laughs> Trying to see Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> Brandon <laughs> Jacobs. Oh, knock on one of you with me. Okay. Los Angeles Chargers uh, going to Miami to face Tua and the Dolphins. Holy cow. This is going to be a good game to watch uh, just because you're going to have two great young quarter or two young quarterbacks that look promising playing against each other. I have one question. Hit me. Is Miami legit? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that. But Thanks, but guys. Uh, see you next week. Five and no. three. Solid looking defense. Listen, they're, they're 84% of people think they're going to beat the Chargers. I, they're a solid team. I'm one of those people who thinks they're going to beat the Chargers. They're a solid team. I admit. Um, Tua looked a lot better than he did in his first game. I admit that too. I just don't think, I don't know, if they got to go against the powerhouses in the AFC, Bills, Steelers, Ravens, Chiefs. Yeah, they're not going to get no, that far. Nothing, but nothing serious. Nothing serious. But they're, but they're a good team. I'm picking the Chargers, actually. They're, the Dolphins are actually going to be even better next year. So watch out for them. They might be my Super Bowl pick next year. So you're saying the Patriots are screwed in the AFC East? Oh, absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. They almost lost to the Jets on Monday night. But they didn't. (laughs) Almost did. Almost did. I cannot believe that. Um, At 4.30, we got the Cincinnati Bengals traveling to undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers, who, by the way, shouldn't be undefeated because the Cowboys got robbed. No. And I'm not one of those. I'm not. I'm not one of those fans who say, "Eh, the refs, the refs, you did." But honestly, they kind of did. Soft ass penalty calls. Um, Oh yeah, there was some soft roughing the passer. Right, and and the thing is too, if I have no problem if you're gonna call it soft, that's fine. That's what the ref does. But if you're gonna call it, you gotta call it both ways. When Garrett Gilbert gets fucked up in the face on a face mask, you don't. Yeah, and you don't throw a fucking flag. It's because he hasn't earned it, kid. Oh, oh okay. Sorry, he's got to rape somebody first. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Yeah, Glenn, that was a joke after my heart right there. I appreciate it. You had that. it ready to go. That was yeah. awesome. Give me, give me the bangles because I'm pissed off. The Steelers are a fraud, you know, just like Matt Amaral is a fraud six and three. Oh, my God. All the shots being fired right now, bro. I'm pissed off. Uh, as uh, I I hear what you're saying, but I don't think the Bengals can do it. I'm sorry, but they're if gonna, they do, they're gonna do. It. I hope AJ Green's a part of it. Yeah, I'm uh, got him again. I'm taking the Steelers as well, but I really want the Bengals to win. I'll be honest. I think the Bengals are. I like them now, just because of Joe Burrow. It's a Joe like show, them. man. Guy's good. He is. Um, yeah, he's good. I like him. The Seattle Seahawks. Travel to LA to face the Rams for the first hmm. time this year. Give me the Hawks, baby. This is definitely a game that the Rams could win. No, this is, is this is this is prime Jared Goff full diaper. But they're home. That's the thing. It doesn't matter. And it's like 
I would if you know this fans. Was, I feel like give I don't me the know. Rams. I feel like if it was prime time, the Rams might actually do it. Give me the Rams. Gonna I'm going to do Seahawks. Give me the Rams. San Francisco 49ers are four and five, and they are traveling to New Orleans to face the Saints, who are six and two, coming off probably their biggest win of the season. Give me the seats. I'll take the Saints as well. 49ers have no chance. They got no Jimmy G. They got no Kittle. Half their running backs are dead. Oh, I know. I mean, any man with the two hands has a fighting chance. <laughs> That's the, 40, the second time you said that. And the 49ers, and the 49ers have a chance. Because with Jarek McKinnon, anything's possible. Right. Jarek McKinnon. Yo, for some reason, his, his projections, I know how I say about projections, they don't matter. He got boosted like four points today. Did, did something happen? Is Coleman out? I think he was officially ruled out today, like in terms of projection wise. Okay, maybe that makes sense. Because he was doubtful, projected for zero, but like Hasty was only projected for three. But then Hasty went up to eight, and I'm sure McKinnon went up a bunch too. Really did. All right, that settles that. And then Sunday night football, we got the Baltimore Ravens traveling to Foxborough. To face the New England Patriots coming off a Monday night squeaker, which is actually probably the best Monday night game I've seen all season. Ravens. It's the Ravens. Give me the Ravens. Patriots can't stop a nosebleed on defense. You think they're going to fucking stop this bullshit? Is Gilmore going to be back? It doesn't seem like it. I don't think so. Does Bill still have the ability to scheme out a player? Because if not they stop with, Lamar, not with, the, not with the personnel that the Patriots have on defense, their defense is fair. horrendous. See, I need to especially call, their front seven. I need to call up Bill and say, "Listen, I need you to shut down Mark Ingram." That's no, but it. the thing is, like, it's just it's up to Lamar. If you can stop him running, they have a chance to win. But, yeah, but the problem is that the Patriots have no one to uh, stop him to set the edge. Right, and the thing is, too, we saw these teams on Sunday Night Football last year in Baltimore, and Baltimore fucked them up, and the Patriots had a better oh, yeah. team last year than they do this year. But then again, the Ravens had a better yeah. team last year than they do this year, too. I'm picking the Ravens, uh, is what I mean. Yeah, I'm picking them, too. Uh, Monday night, this game is actually very interesting. As the Minnesota Vikings at 3-5 and five, travel to Chicago, face the Bears. Now, if, you know, fool me once. Shame on me. Fool me twice. No. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Shame on me. If Dalvin Cook gets another 30-point performance against the Chicago Bears, I'm ready to crown him as the greatest running back of 2020. Yeah. How about the greatest Vikings running back? (laughs) (laughs) The laugh. I was like a... Fuck you. I was like a super villain laugh. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, I did. This, 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 see, the thing is, he can't be the greatest running back on the Minnesota Vikings in history because the greatest running back of all time played for the Minnesota Vikings. You see how that works? If he right. was the greatest one on in the Vikings franchise history, then he would be at the great, be the greatest of the NFL's history, and that's just that's just not the case. Yeah, makes sense. But his career's not over yet. You never know. I'm taking the Bears. I'm taking the Bears, too, because it's in Chicago, and that's the only reason why. 
And Kirk Cousins also sucks on primetime. And he sucks on the road. I'm actually going to pick the Vikings in this one. I'm going with them. This, I just feel like this is one of those games. It's like, wow, Kirk had a crazy game this week or tonight. It's one of those games. Give me the Bears 23 to 20. Vikings 31 to 17. Damn, you think it's going to be a good old fashioned ass whooping? <laughs> Calling it here, folks. So that was the pigskin pick them. Scott, well, I got the Bears 24 and the Vikings 17. Close, so, close. So that was the pigskin pick them. Yes. Now, as we like to do so many times at this part of the podcast, we like to just He lost me, Glenn. He's going to pass out. <laughs> this is what it takes. No. I brought to you by Durburgers. Mason, are the burgers good? Uh, Dur? Dur. Nice. Who's who's blaring the TV in the background right now? What do you think? Oh, it's probably me. <laughs> Susan fucking pops his headphone out. <laughs> he goes, oh, fuck. No, someone's over talking with Haley. That's probably why. But I can't hear him. These things are blocking me. Jesus Christ. Is it that loud, like, this whole time? Yeah. No, I mean, I just heard bits. And, I haven't, I can't hear what they're saying. I can just hear indistinct chattering in the background. I heard Haley. Sounds Haley. like a TV. Oh my god, it's so big. <laughs> you are the worst. <laughs> you are the worst, he says. Oh man. My hot take is that the whole Dallas Cowboys <laughs> team is gonna explode in a marching band accident. <laughs> That's no. definitely a hot take. I'm just kidding. <sighs> It's just going to be a plane crash. <laughs> Man, that's fucked up. I'm also kidding because they're on by. Come on, guys. I know. Um, if you guys want me to go first, I'll go first. All right. All right. So my sizzling hot take is that even though I picked the Ravens, the Patriots are going to win on, Monday, on Sunday night. Cam Newton's going to pop off. It's going to be a battle of the mobile, mobile quarterback. Cam Newton's going to win. I'm talking three touchdowns, two passing, one rushing. Oh, specific yards. Okay. I was, I was feeling that too. I, I like that. I think it's going to take more than that, Mason. Yeah. Yeah. But it's not oh. going to be, it's not going to be my Susan hot take. So I'm not a goddamn fool like you. My Susan hot take. Tom Brady, uh, hell hath no fury for a pissed off Tom Brady. Tom Brady 
is going to throw five touchdowns to five different receivers. I don't like that. And they're going to just send you Chris Godwin. And Chris Godwin won't be one of them. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> um, no, he's going to just spoke that into existence. He's going to pop off. And I think it's going to be a big Brady game. And if I'm wrong, I probably lose. So I hope I'm not wrong. My sizzling hot take. It's going to be, if you've ever been to Applebee's, they have a little special called two for 20. I love it. You, I get, you get the- an appetizer, entree. You share it. It's a, it's a twenty bucks, twenty dollar deal. I get the Bourbon Street chicken and shrimp. Oh yeah, that's comes good. out sizzling on the skillet. Yeah, uh, Haley actually gets that one. Oh, it's so good, man. It's like I sometimes I get steak and then I almost I take a piece of my steak and cook it on her skillet because it's that hot still. Um, but anyway, you should try putting your dick on it. Yeah, I might do that next time. Fucking more like fuck. Um. Well, the two for 20 is what we're going to see in Los Angeles today, uh, this week, because Jared Goff is facing the Seahawks, and I'm picking the Seahawks to win, but that doesn't change the fact that the Seahawks team is go- is about to, I think, now I might be pulling this out of my ass, but I'm pretty sure the Seahawks are on pace to let up the most points in NFL history in one season. I thought that was the Cowboys. I don't think so. I think I heard it for the Seahawks because it was crazy the fact that they're actually six and two with that st- with that stat behind them. But regardless, like I said, I could be pulling it out of my ass. But we all know no one's gonna fact check me, so you have to take it as it I is. I want all of our listeners to fact check Souza and then send him hate mail. Um, fact of the matter is their defense. Seattle's defense is bad, and Goff is gonna be King Goffery this this week, and the two for twenty is gonna be Cup and Woods. They're both going to have over 20 points, which hasn't been – this might sound like, oh, that's, that's not that hot, but it hasn't happened once this season. In fact, Cup and Woods have only had one 20-point game each. This week, they're both going to have one. That's pretty up. Damn. Damn. I'm going to turn off the grill. And I'm going to say that was Sizzling Hot Takes brought to you by Dead Burgers. And I'm going to say Sousa. Are the burgers good? Durr. Nice. Durr. Nice. Ladies and gentlemen, we hope that you enjoyed this podcast. We hope this podcast was a makeup for last week. And I promise I will never let Mason not remind me to hit the record button so that we can give you a podcast each and every week during football season. Um, in these crazy times with COVID-19, with an election that nobody knows the winner of. Wait, do we know who the winner is yet? Joe Biden won. I thought they're still counting votes. It's technically not official. So technically you're right. We don't know. We don't know. Uh, We like doing this podcast because we give the average Joe, the not your average Joe, your football fan. You're below average Joe. You're below average Joe. Just a weekly bullshit listen to three friends who love talking about fantasy football. And what's better than that? What's better than guys being dudes? I'll tell you. Ready? (laughs) Yeah, nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Anything you guys want to have going into week 10? Shit. I don't want to win the toilet. 
Me either. I get excited, man. You only want it. You never want it. I've won it three times. But I run the. (laughs) I run the risk though of doing something that's never happened before, and that's just going zero and sixteen. This is a. I also run the risk of being the only person to have four toilet bowl championships. No one else has two. <laughs> That's pretty crazy. I gotta say, Glenn, what would you rather have? Owen sixteen toilet bowl winner or a four-time toilet bowl winner? All right. So here's the thing: if either scenario happens, you both would quit fantasy football. So I don't know. I don't know if that would happen. But come on, which one's worse? You think? Oh, that, it's gotta be. It's oh, man, it's gotta be Owen sixteen because that is the bottom of the bottom. Like yeah. I don't care if Mason's had four turtles, he would never have a season as bad as you did, and that'll it's, never. It can't be topped. It can't, it can't be topped. Like that. That would be the worst. the worst ever. As far as Mason having four toilet bowls before anybody's gotten two. Before anybody has won a championship three times, before anybody has even won a championship four times, that that's like that's unheard of. And, and like, okay, one you could be unlucky. Two, it's like okay, you know, is it, three's a fucking trend. Four, I don't know what the fuck. Three's a trend. I don't know what's going on, especially in back-to-back years. Now that's never been done. We'll see, man. I mean, I gotta say, a lot of first. I fucking get it. <laughs> well, if it's me and Mason at the toilet bowl and I'm 0 15, that's gonna be crazy. That that would be honestly like Susa, I will that'll be Christmas. Kill myself. I think it falls around Christmas time. I too, will so. fucking kill myself. <laughs> we'll jump you, off the bragger together. If you are if I am your first win and I get the toilet bowl for a fourth time, you will never hear from me in this world again. Hey, you know what could actually happen? So you two could be <laughs> you two could be both dead last in the consolation ladder and face each other in week 14. Susan Mason, you could beat Sousa and Sousa loses, and then you guys both lose the next week. And you're back back in the the... <laughs> yeah. That would be Hey, we'll see, man. That'd we'll be very see. On brand for me. I pretty much I got that um, lowest bracket spot on lock for week fourteen, so I'm doing my part to make sure that happens. Oh, Susa, I am also doing my part because I have the second worst record. So, well, so does Chris. So there's a chance. There is. And Zach's there is not chance. too far. And I talked ahead. to Chris. I talked to Chris today. We discussed trade no, trade negotiations. He is strictly building his team to avoid the toilet. He told me, he was like, I don't know if I'm going to do this deal because, sure, it makes me better this week. But going forward, he said, I got to think about the consolation. He said, I'm trying to win the consolation prize. I was like, Chris, there is no consolation prize anymore. <laughs> he says, I said, you're just playing to avoid the toilet. He's like, oh, well. He's like, I'm going to do that too. So, yeah, I'm with him. That's what you, that's a smart thing to do. Like someone tried to get Raheem Mostert off of me for a lesser running back. And I'm like, I'd rather wait for Mostert. To, to be healthy come playoffs well the consolation ladder right. and same thing with you offering uh, mckinnon for fuller i mean that mckinnon mckinnon would be solid this week most likely but if well, I, didn't, I, didn't, back, I didn't offer just mckinnon you act like you, i'm some sort of jerk off who and cd lamb yeah right then that's a that's a fair that's a fair deal um 
but I'd be screwed because by in the long term, McKinnon's probably gonna be irrelevant. Probably or, or Musa gets hurt again. And I'd hate to see that. Well, if he's on my team, it's a very good yeah. chance. But we still the thing is we still have so much time on. There's still a long way to go before we talk no, about the season it. might not even finish. Right, might not finish. Susa, you could win your last four. And you wouldn't be the last seed, baby. You could you could be better than somebody like Mason or Chris or Zach. That'd be a miracle. Right. I would saying. die. You know, the season's not on. That would mean I'd have to beat you, Glenn. Right. And, and Panacho. Yeah. <laughs> and. Yeah. <laughs> so, here's the thing. Next week will be a different tone. We'll see how our week 10s go as far as you guys winning, you guys losing, me winning, me losing. Um, all I can say is after next week, the shit gets real. Three. Oh, yeah. It gets real. Because like I said, I got you guys back to back. And then I got my dad. Hey, Glenn, I got news for you. Shit doesn't get real for me and Sousa until week 14. <laughs> so. Well. But for the wrong reason. Well, we can play spoiler, maybe. We got to look forward to that. That's true. I can ruin some people's uh, some fantasy days. I would like that. I'd like that very much. Mission, what's our bet this year? I don't know. Loser has to eat glass. <laughs> loser has to drink bleach. <laughs> just so I can end loser. it already. <laughs> just because I know I'm going to lose. <laughs> loser has to buy the other guy a PS5. Oh, my. Fuck you. I wish I, mean, wish I had enough. There were enough PlayStation so I could buy them for my friends. <laughs> but there's not. Oh, man. All right. I think that'll do you. That's it. Oh, boy. <laughs> Guys, let's get the fuck out of here. Bye-bye.